Hey everybody, this is the Prince of Rock and Roll himself, Satan. I'm a busy guy these days, but I still listen to Radio Nope every chance I get. RadioNope.com makes it so easy to listen to crystal clear rock and roll music and talk shows wherever I'm at. Whether I'm out riding my bike to a cool new food truck, or just chilling at home with my demons, I press the play button on RadioNope.com and out comes the best music and talk on the internet. My name is Satan, and I listen to Radio Nope. Hey, this is Roy Ziegler, and you're listening to None of the Above. And you better just take those peanut chews out of your mouth right now, because you shouldn't have peanut chews in your mouth when you're listening to Rob on None of Nem Above. Smoking, snorting, shooting, sucking, talking. talk to you about none of the above. Broadcasting from an underground studio in Louisville, Kentucky, where eardrums go to die. You're listening to None of the Above. Streaming live on Radio Nope at RadioNope.com. To call into the show, dial 1-502-416-1778. Skype name, None of the Above Podcast, KY. And now, party on, dude! Hello, my demons. It is I, the man dude. His royal highness. High all the time. High till I die. High till I drop. High till I cry. <laughs> cry because I'm high. <laughs> yeah. uh, keep going. I'm not high right now, though. So everything I just said, <laughs> me either. throw it out the window. <laughs> Always high, except for this... Warm. Very instance. Hey, how's it going? This is none of the above on Radio Nope live Mondays. <laughs> when I say Mondays, I, as if we do a show every Monday, <laughs> which is certainly not true these days. Bit busy, but some Mondays we do a show, and this Monday happens to be one of those. I like to think of it as um, we do a show when we goddamn well please, and you're welcome. Yes, it's free. It's Absolutely, we're mm-hmm. not beholden to advertisers, man. There is no gun to anybody's head. No. Mm-mm. A love gun. <laughs> An Uzi of ooze. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Man. Right nope. off the bat. Pretty good. All right. That's it, guys. We'll see you. Yeah. Toodaloo. I got one. Leave them on. Leave them one more. Yes, we haven't been on the air in a while. A lot of stuff going on. A lot of uh, games at my radio station that I've had to work. UK baseball just started up. Oh, that can't be great. <laughs> Sorry, I was just thinking about UK baseball. Now, do they? You, are these they broadcast they radio broadcast these college baseball games? Yes, they do, sir. Who the fuck is listening to this? I have no idea. Like, who's advertising on the college baseball radio broadcasts? Um, Lexington um, companies. Because I take the Lexington feed and then just pipe it through the Louisville. Okay. I play no commercials. My job during the UK baseball games is just to press one button that says, you're listening to Talk Radio 1080 over their music when they're coming back for breaks. And that is it. 
It's literally the job that Homer Simpson had with the little water bird. Oh, just, just <laughs> keeps hitting. Would like, you like yes. to vent? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's yes. my favorite episode. That is that. my job. Uh, I enjoy doing it because it's, it's just that. And I get six hours that to clock in that um, episode of the Simpsons to sidebar there. Simpsons sidebar. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don't have that with uh, reverb sound effect yet. Yeah. <laughs> yet. I got uh, reverb. Go ahead. I got reverb. Oh, no. Whoa. Simpson. <laughs> oh, man. Hi, right. right. babies. Luxie and I were getting a psychedelic in the uh, Simpson. Try this. Simpson sidebar. Nice. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's actually the episode that finally sold my dad on The Simpsons. He was like convinced it was just stupid because it's like animated and he thought it was for kids. And then that episode, I was watching it when I was, well, I don't know, what was I, like 11 when that one came on? And uh, he was sitting there and happened to catch the part where uh where bart's like i find it ironic that for once dad's butt prevented the release of toxic gas <laughs> and he laughed his ass off and never complained about me watching hey, the simpsons ever again nothing gets dads like fart jokes oh mm-hmm. to be sure i'm sure you know from your own love of fart jokes oh sure that episode has my favorite quote um when Marge walks in, he's like, hey, Mrs. Doesn't Find Me Attractive Anymore. Look who tripled their productivity. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Hey, that's a voice uh, I didn't introduce yet. That is Patrick Hume on Hello. Blue Microphone filling in as auxiliary host here. Auxiliary. You're not a guest anymore. You've far surpassed that. Nice. You've been on the show more times than anybody, I think. Do I get like an award or something? You and Tony Ash are vying for the, uh, the spot of... I think Pat's been on more than Tony. Uh, mm-hmm. Pat's approaching Kyle levels of. Uh, All right, we'll have to go on to the archives on that one. The videotape. Mm-hmm. I think it's either my fourth or fifth time. So. Uh, yes. You know Patrick Hume from uh, Analog Cannibal, who are playing this Wednesday at the Cure Lounge. Right on. They played the uh, barbecue outside. And. Uh, I haven't played since. <laughs> and I That's quit music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Told everyone to suck it. The Analog Cannibal set at the uh, barbecue is one of my favorites because. The weather, seriously, the weather when you guys were playing was trippy. It was just like this very, very fine spitting like mist rain. Mm -hmm. Nothing to like make people to go inside. It actually felt really good because it was 900 degrees. It wasn't cold. And you guys were playing like chill, like like psychedelic, like jazz type stuff. And uh, I was probably on a few things myself. And (laughs) um, it was just... Sitting right there in in the world perfectly. So thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, the only problem was we played right during dinner. So like, we got done. <laughs> and I was like, oh, there's no food. <laughs> this this year um, will save you something here. Well, somebody asked uh, while we were setting up, and I was so focused on getting getting you know I wanted things to run smoothly, get our equipment on stage, and get mm-hmm. going. And I was like, no, no, we'll be fine. We'll get something after. I, and the guys in my band probably didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> did you get any of the Costco snacks that I got? The uh, pretzels of peanut butter and uh, what, else, what the fuck else? Did I get? Yeah, I, yeah. Some, I just walked down the street. The Trident gum. <laughs> did uh, you get some gum? Is what I'm saying. Oh, I got, I got, okay. I got paid in gum. <laughs> <laughs> you got paid? <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck you! That's <laughs> boo shit. I didn't see one. No, red joking, s- I've never gotten paid for anything. Hey. <laughs> The uh, the audience, uh, just everybody being there. The whole thing was my, my payment. That's all I need. Oh, it was I need a blast. money. Fuck money. Yeah. God, I hate money. 
Yeah. So I tell my landlady, I'm like, <laughs> don't you understand? I'm an artist. Yeah. Lady. I'm like, fuck money. And then she's like, your stuff's on the curb. And I'm like, thank you. I guess. Didn't, <laughs> did you, you didn't pee on it. Did you? You gotta be, you gotta be cool about that. Mm hmm. I am uh, finally. I took a long, like, month break from uh, having to do anything with planning this uh, upcoming Louisville barbecue. Mm -hmm. And now I uh, cracked open the files again and started uh, rearranging. And every band's broken up, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like if, that. If, oh. there, uh, if there's some bands that do want to break up, because I kind of sort of like overbooked this uh, by a few bands, but. Uh, that is fine. Oh, I, I don't know. September is far enough away. I think a lot of those bands. Will, I think so too. Some drop yeah. off. Yeah. I don't want anybody to drop off. This 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 lineup is incredible. I'm just like, God damn, man. Every but every band totally rules. Like, how am I going to get any of these bands to like play at noon? Like first, you're going to have to do like some chicken bingo thing where like, yeah, you uh you just lay out all the bands and release like Aaron's mm -hmm. chickens and whichever ones they shit on. Like you're out. Have you never heard of this? No, I have no idea. What this is a real thing. Uh, Kelly told me about it. They do it in Austin, and I assume other places in Texas. It's called Chicken Shit Bingo. Okay. And so they just have chickens running over giant like bingo numbers, and instead of pulling balls out for yeah, bingo, yeah. you yeah. just I guess you just wait to see what numbers the chicken shits on, and then you're like, ooh, I've got that one. And then chicken like, shit that much? Apparently, well, I think a how many chickens? A, I think there's a lot of chickens, <laughs> and who's keeping who's keeping score? Who's down there with like a like magnifying glass and whistle? Like, oh, they might have overhead cameras. On, on B fifteen. Maybe, maybe they feed them a bunch of laxatives or something right before. Do they dye their poop? Like, is <laughs> the the bingo shitty. card is black or well, something? They like, feed them all that shit you throw at people at color runs. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> fucking color runs. Yeah, I took um, I took Luxy to. Uh, Witch's Hat Park in um in Cherokee Park. It's mm -hmm. uh it's got it's the place with the big dome. We had before our oh yeah old yeah, wax yeah. eater show at Skull Alley, we had a, a bro there. We, we did. Yeah. Um and I, I we're going to the playground and there's just like pink and yellow and blue and green and dust everywhere. Oh, because they like, had like a color run. They had, had a color yeah. That park is is pretty big, but not big enough to like. Where did they just do laps around like the baseball field there, and people threw color at them. And like, I'm like, yeah, this is a goddamn mess. It's like a marathon. You wear a white shirt, and it's just. I've read like things that it's like terrible for you and the environment, like breathing that fucked up colored dust. Yes, that's and what killed the like, spin doctors. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the spin doctors are all still alive. Yeah, why would why the spin doctors? Because of the color, the your music video they paint themselves. You know. All right, let's go to the uh, phones here. Now this says Kelly Weasel. Maybe she's going to explain a uh, chicken chick bingo. <laughs> Kelly Weasel on the phone. Oh hey 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 how's it going? Hello. <laughs> all right. Why are you guys talking about chicken shit bingo? I haven't been listening. It's uh, of course. Uh, it's <laughs> well, we were talking about uh, having too many bands for the for the Louisville PR barbecue, and then it's like, hey, if some of them want to break up before September, that's really going to make it easy for us. And I said we should select them chicken shit bingo style, and just whatever ones the chickens shit on, uh, they don't get to play. And we just started talking <laughs> about go. the chicken shit bingo. I know where we can get some chickens. It's true. But then we were talking about the chicken chip bingo, and I did not know specific logistics. So what does it look like in there? Is somebody monitoring the chicken shit? Explain. Um, okay, so there's like a pen in the middle or on a stage, I guess. Uh, and basically it's like all of the numbers on like a pad, like a floor. Uh-huh. And then the 
chicken or many chickens, uh, one at a time, usually just run around and whatever number they shit on gets called and just like regular bingo. How how frequent is, how frequent are they shitting? How frequently? Uh, I think chickens shit like once every 15 minutes or something like that. It's like an insane amount of shit. So you could potentially be waiting 15 minutes to hear your next number or do they have like six chickens out there? I think they, they rotate chickens. Usually. <laughs> oh, okay, so they're they're putting in some fresh blood, like the puppy bowl. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's relying on it, one chicken. So some chickens just, fell out, and they gotta yeah. foul. <laughs> they foul the floor. And oh, they foul out. Yeah. Are all the letters hanging uh, with Mr. Coop? Are all the letters of bingo in there, like B I N G O? And I assume yeah, it's like so a you know, like one group of numbers belongs to one letter. So like B is like one through ten. Mm-hmm. So it's like kind of like that. Okay. So I assume it's like a giant twister mat, but it's a giant bingo mat that is hopefully laminated or something um, for the chicken shit. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, okay. it's like or the one that I was familiar with had like a floor with like chicken wire on top of it so that the chicken like, you know, isn't on the mat itself. Right. Oh, that, that makes, makes sense. sense. It does. Has any point in during chicken uh, shit bingo has PETA just like kicked down the door and like try to rescue the chickens and all. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> That'd well, be stupid. Yeah, but like what, I mean, you're not harming the chickens. They're just walking around and pooping yeah, like they would stung. be anywhere else, right? I think Peter would disagree. Using them for our amusement, Rob. Yeah, I guess. Cool. For your entertainment, man. Well, uh, I mean, in the, what, is like the prize at chicken shit bingo like chicken dinner? Like, is, Yeah, whoever wins bingo has to slaughter the chicken on the floor. <laughs> is there like... It's like a voodoo thing. Is there like yeah. chicken blood Yahtzee yeah. after hours or... Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. I, don't know how, I don't know how There's that works. There's a cat, cat puke Kino. No, then Bevan come in, comes in and does the... Oh, yeah. You know, leads the chicken <laughs> yeah. cockfighting. Yeah. Our governor is a big uh, fan of cockfighting. Maybe yeah. he knows a little something on well, this. Let's get him on the blower. He's a cock. <laughs> He's not great. You got it. You got yeah. it. I like it. I do nice. I like the idea of some kind of, uh, what did you, a, a cat puke Kino? Cat puke Kino. Uh, that's yeah. pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. What are the Vegas odds sprinkles going to barf on the 38, you know? I feel really dumb. I don't understand Kino. Right? It, uh, it's, it's probably all a scam, right? Like all. Yeah. Well, I mean. <laughs> all right, let's go to the gunge here. He's about to throw up. <laughs> all right. <laughs> All right, the gunch bar a little bit splashed on 15, 37, <laughs> yeah. 29. I mean, with Kino, you just play the loss numbers, right? And just hope you don't like, get don't in a plane wreck. I don't understand Kino at all. I just eat the wings. You just you pick a bunch of numbers and then how much you want to wager on each number, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. And if you hit the numbers, which I don't think anybody ever does. I've never seen anybody play it mm-hmm. in, in like, you know, the bars that have it. Yes. I've seen people play it. Do you really? Yeah. I mean, I live near uh, Spring Street, so I go up there for wings and people are... You know, at the, the, at the bar by Rocking my school where yeah. where we hang out on Fridays, just the teachers to bitch. Uh, yeah, they have Kino there and none of the sad old men in there are ever playing it. So I don't know. Maybe <laughs> the bar at your school is the bar called the teacher's lounge. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. It'd be a lot cooler if it was. But yeah. uh, no, it's not. Okay. It's called something else. Lame. But the beers are a dollar twenty five. One dollar and twenty five cents, which I guess is some South Side. What type of beer? Like you get like Coors Light, like a domestic oh, shit. bottled domestic, one twenty five. It's mm-hmm. obscene. With the price of gas, I might drive down there. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I feel like you know your beer should probably cost more than a tank or a 
gallon of gas. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing cars don't run on beer, huh? Right. It'd be bad value. Yeah. Anyway, so how, <laughs> did, you ever, did you ever win anything at the chicken chip bingo? Me? Yeah. No. You never won in it? You went, though, didn't you? Uh, yeah. Okay, and you were just a loser? Chicken shit loser? <laughs> I mean, it's kind of hard to win at bingo, you know? I guess that's true. Well, were you allowed to buy, like, multiple cards? Like, you see the old ladies with, like, nine cards in front of them and the stamper just going nuts? <laughs> I guess so. I don't I don't really recall. Those sure places they would are... allow it. Yeah. There's bingo uh, near our house if you ever want to go sometime. Bingo's weird. I uh, went to a bingo once and my buddy won. And I was high as shit. I don't know why. His girlfriend wanted to go, so we smoked a bunch of weed. And then I'm sitting in a bingo hall, high as shit. And then I realized, this sucks. Yeah, It's like flu- bright lights. Yeah, the fluorescent lights, man. Yeah. That's and, enough to... And then he called bingo, and everybody laughed at us, because it was like his first time, and they didn't believe him. And then he came over, and he won uh-huh. He won $1,000. What? Uh-huh. Yeah. What? Oh, <laughs> Whoa, that was diamond. Hello. Bingo. I got bingo. Yeah. Was this at like a bingo hall or was that like a Yeah, church? it was like a bingo hall. It was like I think that's all they do there is just uh, they they open it up for the bingo. It looked like it used to be like a Kmart or something. Mm. And then they just Did you it. see like any ladies with like crazy good luck charms like in that episode of Roseanne? Uh maybe. I don't know. I was really just focusing on looking down and not looking anybody in the eye. And then everybody came up and <laughs> congratulated enough. him and I was just like Ugh. <laughs> like <laughs> Then I made him buy his drinks afterwards cuz Bingo halls have great snack bars. They got that. Uh, they got that. Uh, Velveeta nacho cheese. Oh yeah, got, that's uh, a, the the champs. You, know you probably wouldn't want to do at chicken shit bingo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how bad? How, on a scale of one to ten, how bad did it smell in there? I mean, it smell like birds. I like. <laughs> I don't know. Birds smell, smell fucking disgusting. Yeah, they do. It's true. Ah, uh, the smell of avian flu. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. There's a chicken coop in my neighborhood, which is, and they have ducks too. So like the middle of winter, I'm hearing ducks. It's kind of, it's weird. We get ducks in our front yard every once in a while. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Because we're so close to uh, Brown Park there by the lake, buddy. Oh, yeah, so yeah. I love ducks. Ducks are chill. Even ducks, though they are, are rapist, but uh, oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> so are otters and they're cute. I mean, it's yeah. like. But geese are assholes. It's always the cute ones. Oh, yeah. Fuck geese. No, yeah. Everywhere with that. Yeah. Those geese. <laughs> I just stopped at the Qdoba there, and it was like Duck Goose Central mm-hmm. in that parking lot where they're just like, they didn't even move. It was like that Seinfeld where that squirrel didn't get out of the way. It's just like, I was driving right toward him, and the goose was just like, and? <laughs> I swerved around it. You could yeah. totally run over a Canadian goose with a steamroller. They just wouldn't <laughs> so get out slow. of the way. Like, like quack. <laughs> quack, fuck you. <laughs> like, those birds don't give a fuck, and also peacocks don't give a fuck. Like, you have to, like... There was like some peacocks in this neighborhood I used to like drive through to get to work in Texas. And uh, mm. there was like a, it was like a restaurant and they just had a bunch of fucking peacocks that were just like free range. And they would be in the street sometime and you'd have to fucking get out and chase them away from your car. Yeah. They didn't give a fuck. They're noisy too. They make Peacock blocked. Noises. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Okay. <laughs> Aren't you guys glad I'm here? Peacock blocked. I yeah. get it. Yeah. Let's see what you're doing. Yeah. Let's take a break here because it is uh, 8.20, about break time, and uh, we'll do – you have a cold drinks to do? I do indeed. All righty. Hey, thank you, Kelly, for filling us in on uh, Chicken Shit Bingo. Thank you, Kelly. Oh, yeah. It's the first time oh, I've yeah. been here since you guys have been doing call-ins. It's oh, been really? that long. Oh, yeah. yeah. What? Really? So, can I do, like, relationship advice or something? Yeah. 
All right. If you want people to call in, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I'll give us some relationship advice. I I accept. <laughs> Even if you're not in a relationship, I'll 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 bring you closer I'll tell you how to, to get yourself. into one. Yeah. We can call <laughs> yeah. it we can call it uh the show a pat on the back. Yeah. Oh, there you boy. go. <laughs> How to get Pat on his back. (laughs) Bye, dude. Later. Goodbye. Skater. (laughs) Ugh. (laughs) I don't like that. Cool. All right. That's chicken shit bingo talk. All right. Let's listen to some tunes. Hey, uh, none of the above, this little show we're doing right now. Uh, We are sponsoring a show. What? Maybe my co-hosts don't know about this, but (laughs) I know. We, uh, the band Wax Eater, are playing the River City Riot, which is a bunch of bands that have been on this show. None of the above. True. Satellite Twin. Golden True. Dead. True. Hot Wires. True. Mm, I think it's just those. Uh, Dead Halos, sort of. Sort of, kind of. I mean, they've been on the... Well, Aaron has been on the show. Mm-hmm. Tony, Tony, Tony and Stephanie. Stephanie have been on the show. Yeah. So I'll say Dead Halos. Count that. We're all playing at a Riot Skate Park. Uh, also, yeah, Satellite Twin, uh, Hot Prowlers, so awesome. Six Bells, Tsunami Samurai. Uh, it's a big all-day thing, food trucks, and uh, we, none of the above, are sponsoring it. And I believe we are going to do a remote broadcast from there. Really? Our very first one. I don't see why not. All I have to do is just bring both my laptops and this mixer and uh, the few microphones, and we're good to go. That can't be live, though, right? That would have to be just like... No, that'll be pre-recorded. Pre-recorded for air later? Yeah, so, but since all those bands are there, and um, I say, uh, why not? Hey, we can record it. like a song or two from uh, the bands and... Have me wear a lav mic and go in the mini ramp and just listen to the sweet sounds of me wiping out like an asshole. <laughs> I want... I really beef I, I may it. try to get some rollerblades before the uh, the show, because... Uh, Probably uh, pretty yeah. easy, man. Just go to yeah. the thrift store. I guess you'd have to find them in like size 40 or whatever There's a There's a plate against sports uh, pretty close to here. Oh, those still exist? Yeah. I found a size 12 rollerblades at the thrift store, and I, I squeezed into them, and they're kind of crunching my toes, but... Mm-hmm. Just putting them on for just a second brought me all the way back to 1995. Roller I mean, if you think oh, it was great. Blade? I used to blade. Baby. I used to blade, man. Right on. I can soul grind. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> you nerds don't talk about rollerblades. I still have a skateboard from many years ago. I will try to drop in on a three-foot mini ramp, and I will try not to die. And we can maybe just get like a nice video series of none of the above cast members trying not to die. Like, sure. Just watch Kyle longboard down a very yeah. a very gentle slope. and yes. You guys nothing can fruit your way to heaven. 30-year-olds on, on fucking <laughs> skateboard. Uh, tell that to, like, Danny Way or whatever. He's jumping out of helicopters into a 30-foot ramp. The guy's, like, 50. Yeah, yeah. well, the, those are professionals, dude. I, I don't mind fruit-booting it at a riot. I think it'll be a blast. It's fair. As long as one of those BMX turds doesn't get in the way, you know. Unless I, They're like, always way worse fall and jam, like, my middle finger on my fretting hand, and then I'm fucked or something, but... Yeah, I'll wear the cool the wrist guards. I used to wear the wrist guards when I <laughs> yeah. skateboarded because it was like, no, fuck this. Hurting your wrist sucks. It's like I know it looked like a lame turd, but yeah, hurting your wrist sucks. Helmet, I had it all. Bones knee pads. Yeah. What? What's that? Bones. The they were the, 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 the they were the white ones. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. The white like just shells. No, nah, I just had some shitty like Target ones. You got some uh, nine seven six or Senate or Scribe some or uh, Fruit by the Foot. Mm-hmm. You know what? Put <laughs> yeah. the grip tape. <laughs> yeah, Senate. I haven't thought Senate, about yeah, Senate in fifteen years. <laughs> sometimes I'll get a little got my surge. Sometimes I'll get a little baked and then uh, look at old uh, rollerblading stuff. I'm like, hey, what's Senate up to these days? What's nine seven six up to? 
Wow, you were more nothing serious. is yeah. the answer. <laughs> well, because th- I feel like there was just a finite amount of rollerblade tricks you could do. How many different True. ways could you like yeah. bend your foot yeah. to like grind on something? Because yeah. like, well, you can flip or you could side flip or front flip or back flip, and I could grind. Rosie Mach threes, buddy. That's what I had. Those were the tits. Aren't those hockey blood. skates? Oh man, I'm gonna they make everybody. The Rossies. This is gonna be aggressive. awesome. I'm gonna come watch you guys fall on your ass. <laughs> I'm not putting a rollerblade on. Mm. Okay, <laughs> but I will. I will try to skateboard. I mean, I'll embarrass myself. It'll be fun. I had skateboards too, and uh, but I'm I was six four forever. Even when I was back in the skateboarding days, and I'm the most unbalanced motherfucker ever. So I always just whiffed. I still don't think I, I think of only ollied like ten times in my life, and that's about it. See, I could ollie just fine. I just couldn't do it while I was moving, mm-hmm. which I guess is a big part of skateboarding is being yeah. able to ollie yeah. in motion. Mm-hmm. Um, so I stuck to the mini ramp where I didn't have to ever get off the ground. Yeah. I could just like, yeah, check out this tail stall. Well, we'll see. Pretty Come cool. out on April sixteenth. That's Saturday. To Riot Skate Park and uh, 420 minus four. Watch some bands, watch us do a little uh, podcast to Rooney, watch all of our friends, and <laughs> watch us crack our skulls open yeah. with our rollerblades. I and like how you're telling time by 420. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. It gets a little harder when you get to like October and you're like, yeah, yeah. 420 <laughs> plus six months and three days. <laughs> Wait, what time is it? <sighs> Excuse me. Um, all right, let's hear some of those bands that are going to be playing that thing, and we'll come back with a Bobby Cold Drinks. Somebody jump in the chat box, too. We got a d- <laughs> dead chat box, baby. All right. We'll hear some Hot Wires, because they're the ones uh, putting on this whole thing. We had them in uh, the studio here, and got way wasted, and it was good times. And this song is called Show Me a Sign. It's on None of the Above. Here's Hot Wires, Garage Rock Revivalist on None of the Above. Yeah, huh? Oh, mute.
a clerk. I know. I'll use the may I help you riff. with more hair, more flair, yet so debonair.
bit of satellite twin coming at you with a forfeit ascend and before that we heard hot prowlers with come alive and started off the set with ye old hot wires our bros uh show me a sign was the name of that off the album phantom fire son of the above on radio nope man dude Bobby Cold Drinks. Yo. And we don't have a nickname for Pat here <laughs> and, yet. And Pat. I've had plenty in my life. That's fine. Well, I, he, he can be like at the uh, when they were naming all the historical figures to Bill's stepmom. And they're like Bob Genghis Khan, Maxine of Arc, and Abraham Lincoln. It's like we <laughs> so got great. Kyle apparently and Man Dude and Red Dog and Bobby Cold Drinks and Patrick Hume. He said P. Hume or Pume. Or Pume. 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 Yeah. Uh, P-hizzle. <laughs> yeah. All right, you want to play me in, dog? Because mm-hmm. I'm ready to roll. And now, it's time to explore the wondrous world of ales and spirits with Robert Cold Drinks. Take it away, All right. Rob. So this week, uh, 
coming to us again from our good friend G.W. Gibson in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I thought you were going to say ball hornin' again. It's not ball hornin' yeah. again. <laughs> Although if I find another one, we've had the red and the purple, so time to have the green or whatever. Yeah, it tastes the rainbow. Uh, back, you know, about a month ago when all these magic dudes were in town for an event here, he brought me several drinks, so I was covered for a few weeks. Um, this one, it's another from his favorite Oklahoma brewery, Prairie Artisan Ales. And that's what we had last time. Was Sounds like Bright Eyes record label. Pra- Prairie Artisan Ales, yeah. Oh, I have a story about Bright Eyes. We can tell after this. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we shall. And this one is called Fred's Blend. And this bottle is just busy as all hell. What, okay, so on the left of the bottle, there's a bunch of words all over. And most of it's just describing uh, Prairie Artisan Ales. It says distributed by our friends at Shelton Brothers. Uh, it says, what's up, dog, for some reason. Uh, it says, made by people who truly care and from Oklahoma with love. Um, also on this bottle, uh, on the left, is what appears to be a sneaker made of human flesh. <laughs> sneaker made of human flesh. There's a face that is supposed to be a maze, but looks like a disgusting brain creature. Yeah, no, that, I was looking at that. It looks like uh, gotcha. the Hannibal kind of thing. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah. And then there is a mouth with a gold grill that says straight baller. Mm. All right. Cultural appropriation. Random non sequiturs. Mm-hmm. All right. And the most important thing here, it says Imperial Stout aged on coffee, cacao nibs, vanilla beans, and chili peppers aged in oak barrels. And above it, it says right here, 13% alcohol by volume. That's the second thing we've had that had nibs in it. The, people love do. The, the cacao nib. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, so does that, they just put Hershey's Kisses um, in this, right? Well, yeah, that's what I was about to ask. Like, I don't know what a nib is. A cacao nib. Let me have a, open up my shirt for you there, buddy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's I think it's some fancy, like, white people... Uh, <laughs> Chocolate or something? Not even. It's like yeah. it's like the Soto Sopa of chocolate. It's like revitalized <laughs> oh, or something. Yeah. I don't really know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, or care. Um. But I poured this out and it is uh, as as dark as deepest darkest Africa. <laughs> no light. Ink, no light escapes it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it looks like that shit. Uh, you ever seen the Fifth Element that comes out of Gary Oldman's head? Like. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Gary Oldman's blood. It's wine. It's got a wine ABV. And no light escapes it, and it looks like it's dead flat. Um, very it looks, little. Carbonated. It looks really gross. <laughs> and no I bubbles. feel like it's a, like GW's gonna be like, it's a real fine. He would be able to be on here and talk. We gotta have him in if he's ever he in can town. Call in. He could if five zero two four sixteen seventeen seventy eight. That's true. Tell us about chicken shit bingo as well. Uh, I'll be taking relationship advice. But yeah. I'm yeah. I'm Pat pretty on the back. sure that this <laughs> is going to be rough. It's, All right. It, if you All smell right. it, it's we, a we real harsh toke. Have you smelled it? Smell it. Okay. Let's see. Uh, keep in mind, mm-hmm. I am finding uh, fighting a constant uh, sinus infection. But go ahead. Oh uh, yeah, me too. Mm. I can. Uh, I do smell nibs. <laughs> do you smell the nibs? <laughs> I smell vanilla. We got nibs. Or maybe I'm just having a stroke. <laughs> uh, why not both? All right. Uh, All let's right. Uh, let's pour this thickness. Oh. oh boy! <laughs> I've seen a lot of bitter beer face. <laughs> yeah. Those old '90s commercials. Oh yeah, I remember bitter beer face. Let me tell you, mm. that is a chocolate. That is. Yeah, it's it's like somebody melted a chocolate bar into some Coors or something. <laughs> that shit's thick, man. Mm. That is a that is a. Mm. 
I feel like this would be on the sampler and I'd just drink it because it'd be the only unfinished one in the flight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to tell you, normally you don't. It's like, you know what we should mix? Maybe some chocolate, some vanilla, some chili peppers, and then uh, some coffee. I mean, it doesn't sound that sounds pretty Bourdain. I'm just going to chug this real quick just to get it over with. Yeah. You want to finish the bottle? There's more. It's a 12 ounce bottle. We're not even going to get. I don't close even know to. if I can chug this. It'll get, feel like it'll get stuck after. Dare you? Fuck it. <laughs> Do it, bro. Go. Kai Omega Kappa. Go. <laughs> okay. Wouldn't Kai Omega Kappa be cock? <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Big <laughs> radio. <laughs> okay. Wee wee. <laughs> oh, I, really don't. I, do. oh. I just took another sip. You know what the sad thing is, though, is that like it's this twelve ounce bottle was probably like sixteen dollars. I know because oh, their beers like they're those kind of beers that like age, so they sit around forever and they're like collectible almost. And he so kindly gave us these, and I was like, thank you so much, knowing that I would crack them all open and be like, I can't wait to get back to my Coors. <laughs> yeah, I got, a, I got a Miller Lite in front of me, and that's going yeah, well, clear, to clear the, the palate. The Coors and a Qdoba root beer here. <sighs> yeah. I'm about to pour some root beer in this, see if that helps. You know, it's like the aftertaste of that shitty like Valentine's Day chocolate you know, <laughs> the, that comes. Oh, the waxy chocolate. Russell's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Russell Stover's, you mean? Yeah. I just call it Russell's. Yeah, we're on a first name basis. Yeah, Mr. Stover, if you're nasty. Yeah. <laughs> they take you to the back section, the Mr. Stover, and it's just like whips made of licorice and uh, and like edible underwear that are chocolate, not like made of shitty fruit by the foot. These taste oh. like uh, I get a nature box. You know, if you've listened to, listened to anybody's famous podcast, there's a million ads for nature box. You get I get that. These taste like the chocolate covered almonds I just got. So. Does this beer just make your mouth fill with spit? Like, yeah, yeah. It I just, was just like, it's like that. a saliva tsunami in there. The mm. second I swallow, it, it's like I'm like drooling. Uh, yeah, not, not so good. Ugh. Not completely horrible, but I mean, it doesn't taste like that Alabama Slammer imitation liqueur mm. or anything. But right. it is hard to like. That's what we had with Hot Wires, right? The, the Slammer. It was, but then. But then they just started drinking your 1970s grain <laughs> alcohol that still had a tax stamp on it like it's a pack of cigarettes. Can't keep those boys away from the booze. <laughs> <laughs> they only want the booze they can see through. Mm-hmm. Directly through. Yeah, this was not a hit for me. Right. Uh, Swing and a miss. Thanks. Anyway, though, buddy. Next, we got one more. One more on the docket. And it's uh, it also looks like quite the fucking doozy. Okay. It looks like you pulled it off of um, a pirate ship that sank. <laughs> I was going to say battleship just to be funny, but yeah. you beat me too with the uh, aquatic vessel yeah, reference. It looks pretty insane. So that'll be the final, uh, the finale in our three part series of expensive beers that GW graciously gave us. And then we kind of crapped on. Although I liked the sour. Okay. The last one. Mm, I don't remember if I liked that or not, but I just like sours. That's okay. Went to Eiderdown, had a nice sour. You know what? I hate milk stouts. Yeah. I'm with Pat. Yeah. Left hand stuff. Yeah. Just tastes like water and I don't think you should mix spit. milk and beer. No. I mean, how far are you trying to be? Are you like trying to kill your like significant other? It's just like I'm trying to fart her to death. Milk stout. <laughs> yeah. Pour it in a milkshake and then give me some cheese, man. Let's yeah. just fucking end her. <laughs> yeah. Or some kidoba. I haven't farted once since I ate that burrito though. You won't. See, that's the thing. It's, it's, a, it's a time bomb. It really is. Yeah. Like I had Cordoba for lunch and then like Three hours into work, it was. See, you guys all have little baby fast food stomachs. I don't know how. 
Well, I think I grew up on microwave burritos and just like I ate nothing but garbage in my teen years. Oh, so now too. my stomach's wrecked. I don't no, know. I feel like eating all the garbage is what fortified my stomach. That's like saying I'm really weak now because I lifted a bunch of weights my whole life. I don't I don't know. I just once I hit 30, it's just been over. It's like not being man strong as ever. It's like every time I go out to a bar, I'm like, all right, do they have uh, stalls? Or am I going to have to make this happen before I go? Yeah, that's the uh, the tour problem where you're like, oh, crap, literally. Now, now this past Saturday, I did try the case Lupa. Um, I've had one of those as well. What was your thoughts? Very, uh, good. You see, I liked it, too, because I did not think that the cheese was literally going to be in the Chalupa shell. I oh, I did, was, yeah, I thought it was going to be wrapped. I thought, they were I thought gonna it was going to go. Tor- I thought it was going to go tortilla, cheese, tortilla, hard shell, Chalupa stuff. See, yeah. I, I thought they were just going to do like they do with the cheesy gordita crunch where they put like hard shell taco <laughs> cheese wrapped in chalupa shell rather than gordita shell. The But it was baked right in there, man. Yeah, the the shell is inseminated with cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Artificially or otherwise. Cream pied, yeah. It, mm. it was indeed cream pied. <laughs> Me and um I like I like the image of like, you know, how like <laughs> farmers have a like a, a a bull that like fucks all the cows. Like Taco Bell. There's yeah. just a cheese. Bowl. Yeah, there's like a cheese stud. <laughs> Blowing cheese loads <laughs> yeah. into all the <laughs> chalupa. Oh. Just some guy named Chet back there with a big gun just slowly like <laughs> Pig radio. Little, com- I think it was like an old Kevin Meany bit. You remember that guy, that comedian, Kevin uh, Meany? Mm-hmm. Especially used to be on Comedy Central like four times a day in the nineties <laughs> when it was still just stand up comedy all the time. Mm-hmm. And he had a big bit about Jack in the Box, right? Where he's always talking. He's like Jack sauce. Special sauce is called Jack sauce. Like, ugh, that doesn't sound appealing. Who wants Jack sauce? Just some big sweaty guy comes out with stains on his apron, smoking a cigar. Like, you got a problem with the Jack sauce? I make the Jack sauce. <laughs> That guy asked me if I wanted the Colonel's mayonnaise on my chicken sandwich at KFC. Uh, Kane's Chicken Fingers has Kane's sauce. That's some racist mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. Well, like the, well, you gotta you gotta imagine what, if the guy's like, yeah, I don't want pickles on that. Do you still want the Colonel's mayonnaise on it? It's like, <laughs> Ugh. Well, since you put it like that, like, you couldn't have said. I would have accepted mayonnaise. Yeah. Mayo. Right. Colonel's mayo. Yeah. It's Colonel's just mayo. Colonel, and it wasn't Colonel's mayo in the library. They, yeah. They, and the guy didn't say, and it was a guy, did not say Colonel's mayonnaise. It was Colonel's mayonnaise. Yeah. He knew what he was doing. Right. He had a little shit-eating grin when I pulled up to that window. I think we should all get gussied up in like fancy like suits, ties, and go down to Claudia Sanders down there. What's Claudia Sanders? Gordon. I don't know. What uh, that is Colonel Sanders' wife's... KFC buffet that's in like an old plantation house, like oh man, like uh, forty five minutes away from here in Louisville, but it's big and fancy, and they have you know like uh, waiters and stuff. Or buffet, yeah, it's just KFC food, but it's in big chafing dishes, and uh, yeah, his wife is still alive. Yeah, no, but there's a picture of uh, him and her like over a fireplace. It's like a big huge house. You can go upstairs. There's uh, rocking chairs in the front. I think you can smoke cigs up in the, Ooh, <laughs> upstairs. Nice. Really? Because that's like the one like Yelp complaint is like food was really good, but uh, the whole fucking place smelled like cigars. So we're going to go to Claudia Sanders and get it done sometime. Let's play you out of uh, Cold Drinks here. Sure. That was Cold Drinks with Robert Cold Drinks on none of the above. Cheers. 
All right. You said you had a Indianapolis yeah. story. Okay, so I went to Indianapolis last weekend to uh, to play some magic and uh, the gathering. It, yeah, it went pretty well. I missed out on day two of this twenty k tournament by one point. It was a it was a goddamn shame, but I had fun, saw some friends, and uh, the interesting thing I stayed. Uh, Trevor from We Are Hex very mm. graciously put me up at his house, and I got to see Good that bro. guy for the first time in a while. It was yeah. sweet. I wore my like regular. I had a flannel with my cat's vest on, and I went to a a bar to meet him up, and he showed up wearing like a suit. And skinny tie, look like Rick Ocasek. And I was like, oh, you're just making me look like an asshole because I'm dressed like shit. And I stayed at his place. We had some beers. He uh, he works for Sun King Brewery. Brewery. Deutery. Brewery. In Indianapolis. And he gave me like a fancy beer that was like a collaborative beer. They only made like a hundred of them or whatever. Very nice. Then you smash cut to the morning. And I'm driving down Washington Street in Indianapolis. And... I see in front, there is a small red pickup truck in front of me, right? And in the pickup truck is a dude, and he's wearing a beret, which I thought was delightful. Mm. And he was raging to whatever music was going on in his car. I couldn't hear it. My windows were up. I had my own music going. He's rocking the fuck out. Nine in the morning, beret, red pickup truck, rocking out. <laughs> Throwing his driver's side door open every half a mile or so to barf onto the street. (laughs) Without stopping. I'm not saying he did it at the stoplights. He had one hand on the wheel, one hand on the door to keep it about a foot open. It's hard. Keep going. Shut door. Rock out. That's like a door song. He took party till you puke. (laughs) Literally. No. Party... Through your puke, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, see, and I shared this this story on Facebook. A lot of love for that story on there, including mm-hmm. a fellow teacher using incorrect grammar, which I hate. Yeah. Uh, and what I did not get going was the discussion. What could that guy have been listening to? What was that guy listening to, do you think? Uh, Metallica. Do you think it was Metallica? I don't know. The beret kind of throws it off. Now, maybe see, maybe it's Voivod. Hate breed. <laughs> See, this was not a hate breed, dude. This, uh, yeah. this truck didn't breed. scream hate breed to me. And it's it's the beret that confuses me. Yeah. Culture club? See, I think the viol- the dancing was a little too enthusiastic for culture club. Maybe it's club. a Mythbusters podcast. He was wearing a beret. It could have been Jamie Heineman. There's, I, I didn't get a look at the guy's face. Did he have a, oh, so you couldn't tell if he had a mustache or not? It could have been Jamie Heineman. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine that, that guy could put some down. But see, I imagine that if... It's Jamie and Jamie Heineman is from Indiana. Oh, really? Know that. Yeah. yeah. Some of uh, my old coworkers at my school in Indiana went to high school with him. And the thing about that guy is, if it was Jamie Heineman, it was definitely like Vivaldi or something, right? Yeah. Like, can you imagine right, that guy right, listening right. to popular music? Yeah, right. Yeah. He's so prim. <laughs> yeah. 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 So if it was Jamie, and he only Heineman, drinks like vodka. He doesn't drink beer or anything. Like yeah, he's puking up, puking up vodka, listening to Bach. You know, just jam. I've literally done that before. Drank vodka and wore a beret, puking. Well, not the beret. I'm just throwing up, listening to classical. Classical music's good when you have a hangover. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. You could probably barf Jupiter. You know, Jupiter from the nine planets. The Holtz. The train song. That's Bop, 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 barf, 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 barf. <laughs> oh, that's Mars. Is that Mars? Yeah. Oh, because Mars is the god of war. That yeah, would make yeah, sense. Yeah. What's god. the uh, 
Dun, 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 dun. Oh, that's dun, Mozart. Yeah. No, that's an eighteen twelve overture. Is that? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, eighteen twelve overture. That's not Mozart, though. Is it? No, I was thinking of. Uh, oh no, that's Tchaikovsky. Yeah. Uh, that's I thought. I, I think Mozart might have been before eighteen twelve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. He was around the eighteen hundreds. He, he died at thirty three, just like um, Jim Morrison. Just Jim like Morrison was twenty seven, but oh, sure. really? no, I thought he was <laughs> yeah. thirty three. Jim Morrison was one of the twenty seven club, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, oh really? I Jim Morrison, Janis Joplin. Wait a sec, Kurt Cobain. No, I thought Morrison was the thirty three club. Let's try this out. Hey Siri. <laughs> oh, she's Did my phone die. Hey Siri. When did Jim Morrison die? <laughs> you gotta ask how old he was. Jim Morrison died the 3rd of July, 1971, oh at age 27. Oh, oh. Boosh, baby. He also, I did not know he died on my birthday. I know he died in a bathtub. I know that. My bad. I mean, you have to. Yeah. When you're 27. Hey, you're Siri. Bloated. What are you wearing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously. And to, to, to oh, finish sorry. up the... I'm so sorry. Uh, the... Pat is wrong about things. Uh, Mozart died 1791. <laughs> oh, and I have a music degree. Dead before 1820. Is it a degree in how old Mozart or the year Mozart died? Yeah. No. <laughs> but I did take music history too, which covered that. Mm. I think I got a C though, to be honest. I see. Yeah. So. Were you too much hacky sack in the quad? You skipped too much class. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know my ma- uh, uh, my I majored in uh, djembe. So, <laughs> major devil sticks. Yeah, liberal arts education. This is no joke. My mm-hmm. my uh, my major was music technology, and my major instrument was the djembe and African percussion. So, <laughs> so if that tells your listeners anything about me, I think it tells them everything about me. You're in the FBI, female body inspector. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what other college shirts are there? Yeah. <clears throat> I did hang out on the quad a lot. Okay. Nailed that. Yeah. (laughs) I was outside. I spent a lot of time outside staring at the clouds. Sure. Yeah. I liked liked college. (gasps) It's a very expensive vacation. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't we take another break here since it's the top of the hour here? Wait, Elliot, you didn't say what you thought the guy was listening to. Uh, Did I say, well, you said uh, no on the culture club. Yeah, I, I can't see it. I don't know. Chill wave. That's just the beret. <laughs> chill wave beret. Ridiculous. I don't know. Chill you couldn't hear what he was listening to. No, I had my own music on. I kind of liked okay. the mystery. I wanted it to be a discussion point of what he could have possibly been listening. And to. you sure he was rocking out instead of dry heaving, right? No, man. There were hand motions and shit. It was rocking. It's got to be like EDM or something. I don't know. Something my brother listens to. Oh, you know that that's probably yeah, like some like crazy yeah. he'd been up all night at like uh do they still have raves? The type of music people listen yes. to in their underwear in the forest. Cracks me up. I'm just here know. to laugh at you guys. That's okay. Um All right, let's play some uh tunes from bands that we're gonna be playing with soon. We got some Jerk Graham. When's that Jerk Graham show? <laughs> the 26th of oh, right. this the, month. It's the mm-hmm. one this Friday. Or this that's the one with the Texas mm-hmm. Chainsaw. Chain store manager. Chain store. That's a brilliant name. Right. I knew we had a heavy reader show this Saturday. I just couldn't remember who it was with. Okay. No. That's Mag, right? That is. Tall, mm-hmm. right? I'll be there because I have to be. Right. Because I play drums. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to hear them and 
then um, more action. I don't know. I'll find something. But and here's then, uh, uh, the 1812 Overture. All right. There you go. Here is Jerkogram with Stone Mouth on none of the above. <laughs>
A little bit of sick velvet. <clears throat> Fuck, sorry. A little more sick velvet. <laughs> I like the band, but uh, one song, one song per show, bros. Sorry, I thought I had that uh, under control. Oh man, I brought my entire catalog with me. <laughs> Do you guys want to play Demolition Derby right now? Uh, before that, we also heard uh, Nervous Passenger, who are playing with Pat. Oh, right on, on Wednesday. Nervous yeah, Passenger. Wednesday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I do want to play Demolition Derby, but I really want to hear Pat's Connor Ober story first. Oh yeah, because yeah, yeah. he teased okay. it during cold drinks. Oh, right, 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 right. Go right ahead. I gotta know, baby. Yeah, I, uh, it's been a while since I've told this. So I don't know how well I can tell it as an anecdote, but uh, <laughs> back in my twenties, was in this band called Lords, and we went on tour. And we ended up staying. This band called Lords. <laughs> no, Downplay that, bro. I'm sorry. When were you in Lords? In what <laughs> weird span of time? Because you're. I was the second iteration. So, so I, post Billy, post pre Tony Bailey. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, and Jay Hay was, I think, in there somewhere. Like Jay Hay was after Tony. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I kind of lost track after. And I then played. Adam Greenwood went back. I, you know what? It was always Chris. It was always Chris with a bunch of, and I mean, having <laughs> and fucking whoever, <laughs> right? <laughs> we will get into that, but uh, yeah, yeah. So I was in, uh, you know, it was one of my first rock and roll tours, and I was uh, in, where are they, where are they based out of Oklahoma City? Is that it? Who? Uh, ne- uh, no, um, it's Omaha. in Nebraska. It's Omaha. No, Omaha. Omaha. Right. Uh, Oklahoma City's not Nebraska. Uh, I don't know, <laughs> dude. I was the worst about that. I, I thought Detroit was west of Chicago for a long time <laughs> before. I'm like, I'm such a burnout dummy. But uh, yeah, no tour was a blur because I would drink every night, and uh, so I ended up sleeping in the van when we were in Nebraska, and. Um, I woke up, it was like Sunday, and we were in some suburb, and um, people were like walking their dogs and shit, and I get up, and I I look, and I I don't know where the rest of the dudes are. I don't know what house we're staying in, so I'm kind of just stuck next to the van, and I really had to pee, so I go to this house, and I just (laughs) take a... Just take a full on, you know, it's it's noon on Sunday, people are getting their, you know, uh, coming back from church, and there's some, you know, real haggard 20-year-old just like... Uh, 20 something just peeing on this house <laughs> and um, so later on I, f- I find the guys uh, everybody stayed at Do they, you guys remember the band Roy Mm-mm. this guy was Mm-mm. a lawyer he owned a house so and and um, it turns out it was I peed on his neighbor's house And of course, I think everybody sees where this is going. Later on <laughs> we find out that their neighbor is uh, uh, Connor Oberst and he comes out Naturally. yeah and he's smoking a cigarette and he looks hungover too and he's all like he's like <laughs> <laughs> and he comes and meets us and everybody, we, we, we shake his hand and he's like he's just like, he's got a cigarette in his mouth and he's all like grumpy and he's like and then he goes over to his house which is the house I peed on and he, he uh, <laughs> right where I peed uh, he just like starts like pulling off all this um what are those, these vines that grew on that side of the house? So he's touching my pee and like pulling these vines off the house. And he's just being like, oh, these motherfucking vines growing on my grandma's house. And I'm like, I didn't want to tell him that, you know. So I essentially peed on Connor over sand. Nice. He's, he's touching my pee is my favorite super chunk pee side. Yeah. So that's my, the time I met Connor Oberst. His music sucks too. Through by pee. The way. Yeah. Yeah. I went and uh, I saw Bright Eyes when I was 20 years old. 
Um, which I'm not ashamed of. I uh, hmm. I didn't hate Bright. Like I think Bright Eyes has, I would call it about an LP and an EP's worth of good songs. Like all t- all told, at the end of the day, I think he's written maybe 15 or 16 songs that I would still stand behind. And when I was 20, I just hate that was 12 voice. years ago, and I yeah. definitely thought a little different. I thought there were more than 15, and I snuck into the show oh, because yeah. I was 20, and it was at the Bluebird in Bloomington, 21 and up. So. Um, I was just hanging out outside the show and my buddy who worked at the bar was like, Hey, um, they are, uh, you know, they just ordered a pizza from rockets uh-huh. to the staff. Go ask him to deliver the pizza. Cause it like rockets pizza is like two doors down. Yeah. And so I went to rockets was like, yeah, uh, do you have a, did they call in an order for bluebird? <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm here to pick it up. Oh, and so, so I just took the pizza and walked. I was like, yeah, I got this pizza from Rockets. I got to come in here. And I walked the pizza into the bar and just gave it to the bar. I was like, here's this pizza right up to the stage. Yeah, yeah. Watched about half the set. And then afterwards, and I know this photo exists somewhere. It might be like an actual printed, like an actual photo that I had to get yeah. developed that exists somewhere of me with this guy, with Connor Oberst. Because he was like walking around after the show. And I was like, hey, uh, yeah, I like your, like your songs. And I was with my friend uh, Josephine, who was uh, pretty. Right, and right. so he was like clearly on yeah, something yeah, yeah. and was just like feeling like her her shirt and my shirt <laughs> and like her face. And like, you, you guys, you guys all have such beautiful clothes. And then he just like sashayed away. Like, what the fuck was that shit? I was like, all right. See, I was clothes. more into cursive than bright eyes, but I was in love with this girl when I was like 20. And I, I, I don't know why I was so in love with her. I didn't know her that well. We slept together a few times, and um, she basically like disappeared from my life. But all I had of hers was uh, a Bright Eyes CD that was burned, and I hated Bright Eyes, and I still hate Bright Eyes. Yeah, I think it's awful music. Yeah, but I listened to it on repeat over and over, and it was like I think I just turned twenty-one. I was just, like drinking it just by myself in the dark, like just bemoaning this girl. Yeah, and it was like this is the only thing I have of her, and I just had. So that was my experience with. So I've heard, I forget what the fuck that record. It just said "Bright Eyes" on um, Sharpie. I don't even know what record it was. But I, can you was remember, CDR, bro? Can, can you remember one song? Uh, something about like New Year's or like Christmas Day or January. Something. January, just, something. Yeah, yeah. Just a month and <laughs> oh, I don't know. I thought, leaves. Yeah, I mean, it was like yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It's the, January. He had like the Corin Tucker goat voice. That girl thing doesn't on. love you, Pat. You should go <laughs> get over it. <laughs> Waxed are open for cursive. Oh no, shit. They hid in the green room at Rhinos the whole time. We were not allowed to enter the green room, despite the fact that we were playing, and they <sighs> did not watch a second of us playing. And well, then they I'm came sure out on stage. Been on the road for like forever. Like, oh, you can't get you can't give the bands one song. I refuse. Yeah. Look, if it happens tomorrow, yeah. and all of a sudden, like Wax Eater gets picked up by fucking I don't know who we get, uh, Matador Sony. And, uh, yes, by yeah, Sony. Yeah, that's the better one. And they send us on some big massive tour, and yeah. there's a bunch of local support. I'm giving every local band one song. I yeah. mean, how big for you're At in least. fucking cursive? What are you? You're not the Rolling Stones. That's true. I yeah. bet Mick would watch a song. You know, that guy just likes music. And cursive had like what two good albums, and then I mean. Burst and Bloom had its moments. Yeah. Uh, Domestica's great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Ugly Organ's pretty good. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. And then they had some of their other songs. But I feel moments. like, when's the last time you listened to Ugly Organ? Eh, it pops up on my shuffle from time to time. Yeah. It's pretty mm-hmm. corny. Yeah, I feel like it's more of a nostalgia thing. I feel like if I heard uh, the Ugly Organ now, I'd be like, oh, what is this pretentious overblown? Oh, it's pretty, it's pretty goof troop. Yeah. But 
I mean, it's a lot less goof trip than some things I, I was listening to back then. Alone in a woman's room, I well, That's like the worst song on the record. <laughs> that used to be my favorite. I... It is the worst song on the record. <laughs> I saw Curse of It, Diamonds. Ooh, is, Diamonds. I know, right? Yeah. Damn. Um, and I had a good time because Amanda's a big fan. And uh, not too bad. Saw our bros, the, uh, the Foxery, open for them. I saw, I think, one of the weirder... Before we had Adam from Murder by Death on here last episode... And oh, I met I, them too. I saw. Oh, I've known those guys forever since they're oh, from really? Wilmington. Oh, yeah, I guess they are, aren't they? Huh. Yeah, and well, they were. And I had we went all the way. I went to Chicago to see the Blood Brothers with Cursive at the Metro, and Murder by Death just happened to be opening, and I didn't even know who they were. How's Blood Brothers live? I've never saw them live. Uh, my memories are hazy. This was probably 03. I bet it was a bunch of. I mean, the record was so fucking tight, but I imagine live it was just this like. W- they nonsense. were touring on Burn Piano While and Burn. So it was. <laughs> right. Yeah, it was a great record. But honestly. It, no comment. It was. Uh, yeah. It Go wasn't ahead. that crazy. Like Now, I heard they had a ton of trouble touring on Crimes because they had a hard time reproducing that record live. Yeah. But for Burn Piano Island Burn, it was like, yeah. I mean, it sounded like the fucking songs, which yeah, sound cool. like kind of crazy nonsense, yeah, but yeah. so does a Lightning Bolt show, but that's what you go there for. You know? oh, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I guess that's a little different, but yeah, it's still just like some kind of like wild, wild nonsense. Yeah. Uh, Lightning Bolt at, C- at Cahoots, knocking out half the power of the uh, room. Uh, that's super unsurprising. A few times. Yeah, that's my favorite band, like bigger band that maybe you've heard of. Uh, Gear story ever was when I went to see Lightning Bolt at Rhinos, mm. and they played on the floor. Natch. Mm. Every time Lightning Bolt played in Bloomington, something funny happened, or at least that from my point of view. Uh, so they're on the floor, and so me and like the six other people that are right in the front who are just serving as like the Donald Trump Mexico wall of people <laughs> trying not to let the entire crowd smash into these guys while they're trying yeah. to play. Yeah. Um, so the, the crowd kind of breaks free of our Red Rover and ended up stepping and smashing the guys like Red Digitech wah million effect pedal. See, that's the thing about those guys. Like, Space why ball. do they still play on the floor if everybody's like, you know? Because, I mean, can you imagine them just on stage? Yeah, I that guess would so. suck. Yeah, and so it smashes. The guy <laughs> the just drum riser pulls out like a you know like one of those eco grocery bags like the reusable ones like yeah, a, yeah. like a green kind of light yeah. canvas. He pulls out a fucking bag a bag like that. Yeah, that's just got like five of those pedals in it. <laughs> it must and just reach. It yeah, probably exactly. happens like every Dude, night. Yeah, it happens every day. <laughs> night. Dude yeah. just got a fucking bag and just rips a, I mean, another one out, plugs it in. It's like, all right, go. It seems like an expensive tour expense, but I mean, it. you know, they got to expect it happening. Brian Gibson point. is probably emotionless, is is an emotionless dude. He's probably like, okay. That's exactly yeah. what it was. Got to no, on the other no space walk. It was time to make the fucking donuts, you know? Yeah. And the, the time before that, they played like a surprise show because they just had a thing fall through. And one of the promoters contacted him like, hey, I saw this date fell through. We're on your way. Do you want to come play this venue? And they were like, fuck it. And so they came through. Like everyone had about a day and a half's notice. The show was packed. It was at old Uncle Fester's, if you remember that place, Elliot, which has like a balcony so you could watch from upstairs. Above. Yeah. And the, this guy, Thomas from this band Phoenix Bodies. Do you remember them? No. I figure Lord's probably played with them, but maybe, maybe. not. In I mean, era. I, you know. Like. They were from Indianapolis, and they were crazy. Like, it was two guitars, drums, but it was, like, super heavy, like, yeah. just thrashy. Every song was a minute long. And they had two singers who had just a a big, a big reputation for just going a little wild, like, getting naked. I saw them uh, chug mustard at a show. <laughs> there was a great moment where they... 
set up that we were playing this I played a show with them with early Wax Eater with the uh in like a church basement in Indy that used to have shows all the time. And it was a huge space, right? This church basement. And the show wasn't very well attended. Wait, where was this? Uh Right by Broad Ripple in Indianapolis. It was a church oh, I don't know airport. Indianapolis. I just uh, I didn't catch the city. Yeah, in yeah, Indy. Yeah, yeah. Right. And so what they did, the show was like, you know, set up on the floor uh-huh. and then playing out. They set up their, like where all the bands were set up. Yeah. They just turned and faced the wall. Right. I've seen and, bands do that. But no, they, and which gave, but they pushed out and faced the wall instead of this like 50 foot back. Yeah. space that was like a third full they yeah. made everyone cram into this other little space oh i got you and then it was the uh, same chug and mustard they're getting uh, naked yeah this same guy thomas is the guy who turned and started pissing on the floor when we introduced him to clint in the bathroom of skull alley and clint dude cool dictum which is where we got the dude cool dick thing from and this guy sounds like clint yeah <laughs> this dude was standing next to me at this lightning bolt show and this very this girl from bloomington who was Attractive. She was just a very attractive girl. Uh, I will not name names because that would be rude. But she's a like, few of them in she, she has. She's like jumped onto her friend's back and is like kind of like doing like a piggyback hug thing. Yeah. And Thomas just leans in at the waist and gets his nose about a half an inch from her butt and just <laughs> like kind of looks at me smirking and just goes. And I was like, what are you doing, you fucking idiot? And then, like, the second he gets his head back up at regular length, she hops down and turns and sees me. He's like, hey, Rob, how you doing? And he looks at me like, oh, shit, you know her? And I was like, yeah. Because he's an Indianapolis guy, doesn't know that, like, you know, I probably know everybody at this Lightning Bolt show. And I was like, oh, man, that was a bold move, Cotton. I played a (laughs) Sparks-sponsored party in Bloomington once. No, you just played at Tenth and Dunn, where Mike Lee would buy pallets of Sparks and sell them for two dollars. Yeah, whatever that was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No. I had four Sparks. Stan Dahl got carried out on that show, and he was going seven Sparks, bitches. Yeah, <laughs> I got so wasted, I got lost from everybody, mm-hmm. and I just ended up wandering around Bloomington. I ended up like, because everybody was going to a party after the show, after the party show. Like yeah, to another is. party, yeah, and I got lost, separated from everybody, and I uh, couldn't get a hold. Uh, I kept calling Stan, and Stan would be like, "I don't know, dude, figure it out." Like, so I just now were you at that? Were you was that the one where the guy was pissing off the roof, or the one where two guys jumped out of a moving car to punch a girl in the face? There was something about like somebody ended up like driving into a graveyard that night. Uh, some people at the party, like across the street or something. Yeah, because you know whose house that party was at? Was that mine? Oh, really? <laughs> yes. No shit. And somebody was like at the, uh, like the the graveyard had roads through it, but it was on yeah. a hill. I yeah. I have a photo. If you've ever seen the photo of that, yeah. I took that photo because it happened right across the street from my fucking house. (laughs) Well, that night I got lost in Bloomington, separated from everybody. Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember I was like so wasted because on top of the free sparks, we were given free 40s of high life. See, no, those were not. That's just because the people who lived at that house, that's what they did at every show. They were 32 ounce high life glass bottles and sparks cans and they'd sell them for two. They'd go buy them at like the Costco and sell them for $2 a piece. Do those guys in that band never told me anything? They're like, it's sparks sponsored. I'm like, oh, we sponsored. Because a lot of alcohol companies are in the business of sponsoring house parties. parties. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) That aren't at South by Southwest. you know, uh, I used to smoke a lot more weed than I do now. So, oh, that's fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so, I was, <laughs> and I smoke a lot of weed now. I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> but I used we're to, usually hand in hand in that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
So, but I was wandering around Bloomington. I ended up at this like frat party, and I, and these there's they had bouncers at the door, and I was like, hey, my, I think my friends are in there. And they're like, your friends aren't in here. I'm like, let me go check it. And so I like snuck into this frat party, and uh, got kicked out. And then I was on the outskirts of Bloomington hitchhiking, and this pizza guy picked me up, and I was like, I'm looking for my friends because I was all wasted. And he's like, if you have friends, they'll be here. And he just dropped me off at the town square. And sure enough, it was like a fucking movie. I was walking down the street and Stan and Chris from Lords were at the other intersection. And our roadie got picked up by a cop. So I, somehow we all got separated. <laughs> and like, no shit. This is not a lie. We all ended up in the same corner at the same time. They all made out. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, we all I think we got pizza. And then Chris drove us home because <laughs> so, he never partied. <laughs> well, <laughs> right. Yeah. It's too angry. Hey, yeah. let's let's take um a quick break. And by quick I mean like Lord Songs quick. <laughs> and then we'll close out the show with uh Demo Listen Derby. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sounds good. All right. Here's a little bit of Lords, the band we've been talking about for uh this whole segment here. And uh why not have a why not play a song called uh, Why I Don't Give a Fuck? <laughs> It's on none of the above. We'll be right back with Demolition Derby, baby. That's right.
Hey, party people, that was uh, Lord. Hey, god damn it. <clears throat> A couple songs just slipped through the cracks. <clears throat> As Lords with their cover of uh, Immigrant Song. Before that, Waste Deep and Shit, and started off the set with Why I Don't Give a Fuck by Lords. Because we were just talking about it, and I, I like playing Lords, right? You Sue heard, me. You guys yeah. heard that uh, Trent Reznor cover of uh, Immigrant Song? That <laughs> shit's pretty good. Is it? With Karen O from Yeah, Yeah, Yes. I mean, I, I love Trent Reznor. Is it like, I come from the land. Of no, ice it was. And snow. It's, it is aggressive. <laughs> it's aggressive. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's faster. Like that's we were commenting <laughs> off the air that somehow a Lord's cover of a song made the song slower, which is weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's no Police Teeth cover of Thunder Kiss '65, but nothing is. Uh, <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, it's yeah. A pretty sick cover, though. I, I've never heard that, and I liked it. Sick. Let's uh, let's get into some demolition derby here. Yeah, we got a little uh, introduction. Yeah, yeah. I forget the premise to this. Well, the uh, intro is long, and it explains everything. <laughs> so here you go. Here All you right. go. Listen up. Deep within the storage locker, in the bowels of a new metal radio station, are boxes and boxes of demo CDs sent from bands seeking radio stardom. Few demo CDs make it to the top, while rejected CDs must enter a gauntlet of brutal critiques hurled by our panel of musical experts. This is Demolition Derby. <laughs> That's right. Demolition Derby is the name of this uh, segment here. Take a uh, whole handful of demo CDs that people send to the uh, radio station. Uh, I would say that 99.8% of them never see the light of day. For good reason. Because they're not not so good. I will never send. <laughs> That's so charitable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Some of them don't see the light of day because they're quote not so good. It's like most of them don't because they all suck. I just uh, maybe it's just because the music I play, but I just have no desire to send my CD to like uh, a corporate radio station. Well, because the yeah, funny thing is that you they're... said radio stardom, which is something that I don't think <laughs> exists anymore. Yeah. People still hang on to that dream, man, and 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 just blast. Radio stations. Oh, that's the thing is that like, yeah. but none of the people that are on the radio a ton are what you would call radio stars. You got like your Taylor Swift who are like, mm. they are media stars. Right. Like they're in yeah. everything. It's not just the fucking radio. It's not like. It's on like, a related note, I just signed up for Reverb Nation. And now oh, I, ugh, it's what? awful. Why? I'm never. I don't know. I like, I was trying to put a press Dude. page for this next release I have coming up and then. I signed. I was like, I don't have a Reverb Nation page, and then I signed up, and now I know why I nobody has a Reverb. <laughs> I get all this like my inbox is flooded with it's like, have your chance to get on, you know, like Radio Stardom. Yeah, yeah, Kansas City's you know newest up and coming blogcast. <laughs> I'm the main booker at the Cure, and somebody, one of my mutual friends, I was talking to at the Cure, like smoking a cigarette outside, is like, hey, uh, one of my friends hit you up, and uh, are they still good to go for you know? date X. Yeah. And I'm like, what? I really don't remember talking to them. And then I went through my phone to find their email and it, I found out that they had a reverb nation. I'm like, Oh, you know what, dude, when a band, when a band sends me something with reverb nation, I'm I'm automatically like 60% like not interested in like booking them at all. Yeah. I think I'm going to delete it. (laughs) If you have a band camp, it's the reverse because it just makes it so much easier there. I don't know. 
It's something very, that really irks me about Reverb Nation. I don't, I don't know if it's the red star in the logo or something. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It, it's just that false, like, they, it, <sighs> Reverb Nation, Sonic Bids. Oh, so that false, shit. like, you can make it if you, like, pay $25 to submit to this festival or there's, that. Like, no. Yeah, there's opportunities. And, I, and I'm doing air quotes, but. There's no know. fucking rules in rock and roll. Yeah. Okay. Get into the music industry. Everybody I know. Just do plays, it. I've never heard anybody call it the industry. <sighs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. This is you- why if you have a, a a manager or a booking agent, I'm already like not interested. If I can't yeah. talk to the band directly, right. I'm halfway out the door. I just, I, I can't deal with it. Yeah. I'm sorry. You, no one should have a manager. I don't right. care. <laughs> like I, I think all bands should have a manager, and I think that it should be a member of the fucking band. Exactly. Right. We used to call it band dad. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's your manager. Yeah. Like, who's the one who makes sure right. everybody wakes up and gets to the next city? Like, we can would, book our own tour. It's. it's I would dog. love to have a manager because then I wouldn't have to do it all. Now, here's what I've been. <laughs> yeah. Now, I've been listening to a lot of like. Um, we'll get to demolition derby. We're gonna go off on this. Go ahead. No, mm. uh, a quick, quick yeah, thing. Yeah. I've been listening to um, grumpy old musician like, sci-fi <laughs> on some, and I'll shout out to a little radio nope. Older sister program, uh, but on there were a couple of live from the barrages in a row where they had this guy named Lyle Heisen on, who was in um, I can't remember the name of his band. It was some '90s band that like Codeine, right? That wasn't the guy from Codeine. The no, that was Jonathan oh yeah, 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 I got you. I, I, but it was it was another guy that was in like a you know like a middle age. I can't remember their name. They were not huge. Yeah. Um, but it's like Dada something or something. He was yeah. talking about because he runs now this thing called. Um, no, no, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it's a licensing <laughs> thing. Yes. And that seems like, like, don't get a manager, don't get a booking agent, just sign up with one of these licensing places. And like, maybe they never do anything for you because they ship out like music directors contact them. They're like, we need right. something that sounds like this. And he sends your shit out. Yeah. And if you get like, that's how those bands, you know, we talked to Adam from Murder by Death about it. Yeah. A lot of the, your bread's buttered on the road and with these placement. like licensing yeah placement yeah. licensing agreements like, but i i would stress that it, you know cuz a lot of those you have to any pay to play thing is just a bullshit anytime you have to pay if you have to pay to get into one of those music libraries it's bullshit oh, no, it's, it's yeah. heinous but the yeah. thing is you pay these this these companies yeah it's not pay to play it's more just like you, like you would hire a publicist or like right. you would hire a manager or a tour or a tour manager or a tour booker or anything like that a booking agent i still agent. think like you know if you want to get on a tv show Contact the the music uh, that just it's in the credits of every fucking TV show. And there's a million TV shows, but they're not taking unsolicited thing. That's like sending your fucking thing to a to a yeah, to radio so. station. Yeah, yeah. What you do is they go through these agencies. Like I'm yeah. gonna look up this because I want oh, for our yeah. listeners who might not listen to Barrage as all four of you, um, like no, I'm trying to get into licensing. I, I really want to see what the name that's is. That's where the money's the, the last. It's called bank, bank robber, yeah. bank robber music, and the thing is, it's he's an independent. Like he's an indie rock dude mm-hmm. uh-huh. who understands that thing, and he works with a ton of. But he was saying some of the bands he worked with, he's huh. like Nico Case on there and shit, like Farm uh-huh. Her Music out. And this is good to know. Morning, something. It's the kind of thing where, like, I've considered being like, "Hey, I want to email this guy and be like, yeah, I'm, uh-huh. I'm, you know, friends with these people, and this is my band. I'm in. Like, if you think if there's any chance that we could get placed in anything, like, we could end up in a fucking skate video game for all I know, man. Yeah. Like." Put Wax Eater Jam NHL Tony Hawk 80 2024 <laughs> Exactly Some EA sports game Alright let's listen to some shitty demos Alright yeah 
I gotta play the de- I gotta play the intro over again. I'm sorry. No, I'm not going to. <laughs> Demolition Derby. Take a demo. I already explained it. Fuck. All right. I have six CDs here. Now, usually the way this thing goes on the above is I have six CDs and three actually read on this CD player because why? They're demo CDs. Yeah. <laughs> They're not fully produced yeah. all the way or someone forgot to hit finalize on the on the CD. So, yeah. um, all right. So first up, we have Goldie Locks. A little bit of Goldie Locks. Um, uh, it looks like it's just a blonde woman guitarist solo. Sorry, I didn't mm-hmm. mean to do that in the microphone. That no. was my internal monologue when I saw the cover. <sighs> oh. The covers are just uh, the, always yeah. the best part. I'm <clears throat> sorry this is radio and no one can see the covers, but uh, usually Carlin Reed finds all these bands, <laughs> even though they are like demo CDs. He he somehow finds uh, the covers and uh, posts them in the chat <laughs> box. He's welcome to do that today. This is Goldilocks. Now, y'all take a look. At the uh, the CD there. Mm-hmm. Oh my! Okay. Yeah, it's exactly what you would think. Actually. How is Goldie? Oh, those those are just some balloon esque fake tits. Okay. Torpedoes. Yeah, she, it gotcha. looks like a some some uh, her dealer uh, paid for her to do a record. Okay, so there's a picture of Goldilocks, who looks like a a, a female metal um, guitarist uh-huh. on every page. <laughs> ooh, ooh, oh wow! There, there literally is. There uh, are wow. four. Five, there are seven pictures of her. There eight, and the back. Nine. Nine pictures of <laughs> nine her. Nine pictures. Uh, she's attractive, but you know that's that's. How is Goldilocks? Spelled? Neither here nor there. Just like you would imagine. Goldilocks spelled yeah. Goldilocks. Okay, yeah, because yeah, I couldn't see the title. I assumed they were spelled it differently, like with an X or something. Yeah. It seems, yeah, it seems like there'd yeah, be three X's yeah, yeah, in there or something. Yeah, All right, yeah. the title of these songs are Sometimes, Forever, Without You, Dirty uh, Secrets, uh, Hey Baby. This is a elementary school uh, song yeah, titling. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we have to go with Dirty Secrets, right? That's right, the that's the one I want to listen to, right? All right, Dirty Secrets, that is one, two, three, four. Okay, one, two, three, four. And... I got this all potted up, unmuted. All right. Here's a little bit of Dirty Secrets by Goldilocks on none of Nim Above. (laughs) (laughs) The Roy version. Oh, no. Oh, not Goldilocks. Come on. Oh, please play. I really want to hear this. There we go. All right. Yeah. Got some helmet riffs there. Right. Wait, in her kitchenette? <laughs> Are they local? Because I think I know where this is recorded. All these, <laughs> all these should be local. Ooh, this says it's from Beverly Hills. This has L.A. rock written right, all right. over it. So her thoughts are nasty, but her love is pure. Or huh? deep. I think she said deep, right? She does have a secret. <laughs> Toss that over here. Let me get a better look at that. Yeah. Try not to break these. If I tossed it better, <laughs> sorry, that's on me. It hit the floor. <laughs> it did break, by the way. Did it? Definitely. Where are we going to get a jewel case to replace that? <laughs> Those things are expensive. Go to the landfill. Yeah. Where all the other jewel cases are. All right. Well, that um, that's not bad. It's just generic. Who she gives props <clears throat> on here. 
maybe it's just bad. no one makes this music anymore. It, yeah. Hair metal is. Oh my god, it's so done. Can we please put it to rest? This sounds like the background track to like one of those like ice trucker shows or something. <laughs> like, you know, like just get rid of her <laughs> vocals and it just sounds like you're coming back from a commercial break to like you know Alaska Fisherman yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I don't watch that shit. Kodiak Mechanics. Yeah. She yeah. <laughs> she censors the word fucking in the lyric sheet. It says, sometimes Whoa. I want to F circle star and explode. Yeah, you know it's what? Brutal. Everybody wants to F circle star. Now, this is her playing guitar. She is uh, pictured with a guitar. That's not too bad. I, that doesn't mean anything. Pictured with a guitar. <laughs> First of all, what I like is that in nowhere in this does it list her band. <laughs> This is maybe. all her playing everything. Yeah, maybe it, she. No. It isn't. Uh, <laughs> oh, that would oh, be impressive if it was her sure? It's not like Ricky Six with ten X's or yeah. a lot of these songs are stage co-written. names. A lot of these songs are co-written with people, and they say like Bob Rock, produced by and played <laughs> on by, I don't know, Ricky Six. I mean, this stinks. This okay. woman looks like what my mom and her sisters refer to as a sixteen sixty. Where uh, from behind you look at her and think it's a sixteen-year-old, and then they turn around and they're fucking sixty. <laughs> you know, like where they're yeah. dressed way like too it. young. I like it. Right. And she's got that Peg Bundy cleavage where the boobs are like a foot apart. Now, nice. how old is that album? Is that even, or is this, there's a copyright uh, yeah. in the bottom right hand. She's corner. also here standing uh, behind by room sixty-nine. Yeah, I saw that man. <laughs> Can yeah, I say, yeah, Peg Radio sixty-nine. I'm gonna say two thousand five. Okay, yeah, it's um, got that look. Well, <laughs> what it doesn't have is a date. Anyway. And, and by 2005, it's still like 20 years too late. <laughs> All right. That was pretty on the nose. Yeah. What the uh, album cover looked like is exactly how it sounds. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think. No yeah. surprises. Yeah. All right. Coming up. It sounded like a tribal <laughs> tattoo. It, it, it lists heavy breathing as a lyric. <laughs> a heavy reader. <laughs> there is no copyright on this. Uh, oh, oh, well, I'm stealing it. Yeah. Please don't have to return them. <laughs> uh, no, I mean I'm gonna steal the music. Okay, like, cool. Yeah, yeah, the next album you hear is uh, it's gonna be Pat Hume presents Goldilocks. Yeah, <laughs> Goldilocks two just. Are you gonna catch this? I'll try it. Yeah. Oh, All hot right. hands. All right, hot hands, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh shit, we got like five minutes left, I guess. There's thirteen. Uh, Ten. Uh, oh, but shit. yeah. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> The name of this band is called Sex Stone. <laughs> oh, boy. Is that like a pizza stone, but for like yeah. sex on it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it, it certainly is. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Sex Stone. And uh, the name of this album is called The Painful Side of True. And it has, there must be just a computer that makes all these demo um Album covers. Oh, like uh, like disc makers. Just, yeah, like, disc makers. Like a, yeah, a, disc like maker programs. Yeah. Like, oh my god, because they're all so horrible. Oh and, my god, that is the worst album cover. It, like, it's worst everything, man. Um, I was just at Walgreens and it looks like just uh, the same sort of. It looks like an eye drop. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, all right, these guys are from Madisonville, Kentucky. Oh, all right. Uh, let me list the instruments here. We got uh, vocals, uh-huh. uh, rhythm, guitar, drums, bass, and keyboards. Okay. So I guess the keyboard no. plays lead. The Sex Stone font says rock and roll. The album uh, title font, which is in cursive, says Tears for Fears. You know it's a great album when you have like <laughs> three or four different fonts in the same cover. Oh, yeah. A lot of just clashing elements. Yeah. 
Oh, I just puked a little bit. Ram. <laughs> you think it was that thick beer? Prairie, yeah. yeah. Okay, real quick. Uh, mm, this album was proudly recorded and mixed by Rumsey Records. Wait, okay. recorded and mixed okay, by the record so label? It's like, it's like middle of Kentucky. So yeah. it's like a black and white cover. I'm going to describe it. Yes. And with with an it's a picture of a close up of an eye with a, a is that a oh it's a giant a stock. Fake, yeah. yeah, a stock photography uh, eye oh, yeah. with a fake, really bad Photoshop tear coming out of that eye. Yeah. Now, just there's two people. Um, a gentleman and a lady, it looks like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm guessing... Mr. and Mrs. Stone. Moody electro rock. Yeah, yeah you, you said mm-hmm. keyboard. I'm going to guess like really crappy industrial. Mm. Shitty new order. Yeah, okay, right. shitty new order. All right, copyright two thousand nine. Uh huh. Hmm. Okay, give me some song titles. All right, the song titles here. While I load it in the machine, the compact disc player. Uh huh. <laughs> All right, we have thank you. Where falling away? Is there a question mark after where? No, oh. just where. W H E R E. Falling away. The brighter side of blue. The first time. My night. Wait for me. Parentheses, soldier song, you know, oh. screaming daylights and lift, screaming daylights, screaming daylights. Now that's towards the end of the album here. It sounds, so. but it sounds like a banger. It's screaming daylights. Okay, coming to next some sex dough. So we all say kind of moody, dark, shitty new order. Yeah, shitty new I order. I've never heard the song titles. I don't know. Okay, this CD player is on its last leg here. All right, here is uh, Screaming Daylights. Next time I come, I'll bring a light. By Sexstone. Hmm? Uh-oh. Grandpa guitars. Some stock. I feel like we should play songs kind of towards the front of the album, because the ones at the end are kind of moody. This recording is awful. Yeah. I'm screaming at All right, cut it off. Oh, we're going whiter stained. Uh, whiter stained. <laughs> so more of like uh, a spill. Okay. Will it kick in to full distortion? 30% chance. Okay. Yeah. I say yes. Do you think the thunder sounds are going to come back? Okay. Probably at the end. Maybe we'll never stop. Does that count as full on? Yeah. My high school band's demo sounds better than this. Yeah, yeah honestly, mine does too. That's Drums recorded in uh, Dad's office. <clears throat> oh, no, those are uh, straight. Uh, those are garage band drums, right? Yeah. No, that's real. That's too those bad are, to, yeah, to yeah, be Yeah, they're real, but recorded really horribly. One, no, like it, one mic. Yeah, yeah I was going to yeah. say one mic. Yeah. The uh, drums are not individually mic'd. I can't even tell if this is stereo. It seems like a mono recording. <laughs> Is it just like in the center of your brain? Stop, stop, stop. Let me, let me headphone it. Go ahead. Yeah, because the bass is panned way hard right. Oh, yeah. Way hard right. Yeah. Just like a Beatles record. That is a motherfucking Pearl Export drum set. I have one of those. Nailed. That's, that's, that's the Blood Planet stole it from the high school white <laughs> Pearl Export drum kit. 
I can't take this. All right, let me, I want to hear a song that's at the beginning of the yeah, album let's, here. Let's get a heavy one. Or sex stuff. Usually one or two or four are the bangers. I just want to thank you. I love that Spinal Tap song. Working on a sex stone. Sex farm. <laughs> sex stone. Yes, thank you. Oh, where's this going? No, that sounds like some bullshit bare naked ladies. What's going on here? <laughs> if he chortled his uh, words more, it'd be Billy Arm, Billy Joe Armstrong. Yeah. Isn't the distortion pedal supposed to be louder than the clean? <laughs> How are you supposed to do it? Right. I'm sure they're nice guys. <laughs> Guy and girl. I'll have a Michelob Ultra with him. Yeah. All right. Watch me right. Well, I just feel that is some bad. watered down crap there. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's like I don't. I don't care how bad your band is. Like, it, I mean, there's a lot of terrible music on the radio, but like, it should probably sound radio ready, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least that last one was like generic, but it was pretty pro pro recorded. That was not. You mean Goldilocks? Six Gold, minutes. Yeah, time. Goldilocks was. All right, pretty... we have we have five minutes. Let's try to just lightning round these. All, All right. right, Velvet Saints again. Horrible font. Horrible computer graphics. It's totally 90s mashing clashing everything what's it called uh velvet saints there's a few backwards letters in here a la corn uh, uh, kevin manning why does that name sound familiar i don't know um Peyton manning's like cousin <laughs> uh all programming in guitar by Jeff Epperson. Uh-oh. Programming. Orgy. Live drums. So there's also digital drums. Uh, I'm going to say, is there a DJ? Oh my gosh, it was recorded at Head First. That's where the... Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Head First. <laughs> yeah, that's where uh, the first Trophy Wise album was recorded. <laughs> well, the only Trophy Wise album, I guess. Uh, man, do we know any of these people? Kevin Manning, Jeff Epperson. All right. Bad packaging. Crusty, grungy font yeah. mixed with lacy, smooth font. All right. Looks like a mix between an early Pearl Jam mm-hmm. album and a Corn album. Uh, let's go to track number two. Uh, What's that called? Afraid of Us. Oh, boy. Where are we going? Goes, oh, uh, I just said orgy. I heard the word programming, so yeah. this uh, this could go either way. I don't I even know no what idea. this is. This Let's is new see. something with an NU. Orgy meets flaw. Okay, this must be the program germs. Uh, mm. Okay, it's not going to stay like this, right? <laughs> This new radicals. It's like a torn avalanche record. <laughs> hey, there's those programmed drums. Sounds like I'm hanging out next to a salon next door. Oh, here we go. Whoa, filter. wait, what? Yeah, this is uh, not what I expected. Not what I expected either. When you have backwards letters, I think new metal, but not a Len. It does sound like Len. Yeah. <laughs> or Lush. You guys remember Lush? Yeah. Lush yeah. is good. Yeah. Um, Lush is good. Wait, what the hell? This is like what they play at the Gap. I know. That's what I was saying. I felt like I was next door to a salon or something. Did they have the wrong CD in there? A little Ace of Base in there. Um, no. (laughs) 
still pretty crappy recording, though. Yeah, very distant. Yeah, I, I don't really feel like... This is so 90s, but it's <laughs> recent. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it sounds like a happy garbage song. Let's just do a piece of another track here. Happy garbage song. I was not expecting electronica trip hop. This sounds like the demo. It button. is Ace of Base. Sounds like the demo button on the keyboard. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know? One chord triton yeah. to rule them all. <laughs> 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 all right, we got two minutes here. Man, uh, trip hop. That threw. Consider me stumped. Yeah, that was I not what I was expecting. I thought it was gonna be like, I don't know. Mm. All right, I'll keep uh, the the remaining uh, three CDs we got for another time here. We only got uh, a minute and a half left. All right, plug time. Go see uh, Analog Cannibal with our bro Pat. Yeah, you got two days. We got two days. I'll I'll try to get this up tomorrow so that it'll actually uh, promote it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Yeah, well, I could do that. There's yeah. people listening live, maybe. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's some people listening. Actually, there is. Uh, oh, thank you. Hot Prowler's uh, guitarist said, hey, he tuned in and he heard his own song. Sweet. Sweet surprise. Uh, now, uh, yeah, there's that. We have a Heavy you guys Reader. Are, you guys are playing this weekend, right? Yeah. yeah, this Saturday, Heavy Reader, Jerk Graham, Texas Civilian, who have been making a big uh, noise there because they recorded with Ratterman and they're doing the uh, the Matt Bevan uh, friends with those guys. protest yeah. Uh, thing. Yeah, we're... Type Rose with yeah. uh, Sean McGuire and Phil yeah. Chap. And, and then we got... Who's the other one? Texas Chain Store Manager. Texas Chain Store Manager oh, from Chicago. And then uh, so that'll be at Magbar. That is free. Come yep. on down to that. And and Wax Eater at the uh, River City Riot. At the River City Riot. All right. April 16th. Right. April 16th. Time oh, to go. Uh, Take it easy, B. Yeah. Yeah, All right. Yeah. Sorry, Pat. Yeah. Ran out of time. Oh. So long. You've been bummed. <laughs> Sorry, just Mark one more song. <laughs> Thanks for doing your part. You sure are smart. You know with Bobby Cole drinks. Yeah. Kyle and my dog. Man, dude. We can do anything that we wanna do. Goodbye. Okay, See you later. Okay. <laughs>